We're really excited to have partnered with Audi to bring you The Curve Weekly, a podcast that encourages women to work towards driving a more progressive future. And if you haven't already, check out our savings calculator at thecurve.co.nz to help you reach your savings goals. Hi, and welcome to The Curve Weekly, the podcast that keeps you up to date with all the money, business, and stock market tea. I knew exactly what I needed to do, but it would take money to get there. Show me the money. Show me the money! For the record, feminism, by definition, is the belief that men and women should have equal rights and opportunities. Everyone should experience first class at least once in their lives, and Annie shouldn't miss out just because she can't afford it. Help me, I'm poor. I had the most most mumsy, mumsy, mumsy weekend. I did my washing, and I, I went for walks, and I made food for the week. Like, I've got absolutely no exciting news for you. I'm kind of jealous. I had the complete opposite. I had a wild (laughs) (laughs) Vic was an hour late for our podcast record. I've just been sitting in the house. I, yeah. I almost can't even. Can I get some highlights? Where did you go? It's just not podcast um, worthy. Friendly? Friendly. Worthy. It's definitely podcast worthy. Just maybe not podcast friendly. No, yes. You just have to beep out the whole episode oh my god now i want to know can you tell me off uh, mic yeah okay great sorry listeners <laughs> i think we're gonna have to f- yeah it's so awkward isn't it i went on a date last weekend into the bush like full bush vibes onto great barrier and when i was there the guy that i was there with was like oh my brother's um girlfriend listens to the podcast and i was like shit <laughs> shit <laughs> Note to self. <laughs> and then she walked on and us having sex. <laughs> what? I don't get the joke. No, I just made up. Oh, okay. You know, they didn't have it. I'm just really not confused. Oh. Um, you've just, it's sort of a reminder, don't yeah, you find? Like, all yeah. of a sudden, you sort of talk into these microphones thinking no one's listening. I know. And then someone's like, hey, oh my God, it's so great to learn about finance and your sex life. And you're like, <laughs> oh. I know. And then I was at a party on the weekend and um, the boys were like, oh my God, are we going to make it on the podcast? Are we getting, you know, is this going to be content? Are you going to say how, how much of a fun party here? I was like, oh, God. Oh, I was like, Do you think people are going to start not wanting to hang out with us because they're worried that they're going to end up? You know, I think the opposite. They're going to be like, oh, my God, can we hang out with you so that we can be on the podcast? <laughs> no, I was meaning like people don't want their shit. Dirty laundry. La- yeah. Aired on, you know, as I say, national radio, which this is absolutely <laughs> not. <laughs> But do you know what I mean? Like, surely there's people that'll be like, oh, fuck, don't touch Sophie with a 10 book mole. You'll be in. Da- it's like a Taylor yeah. Swift moment. Oh, my God. You know? Oh, my like- God, a wee Taylor Swift. <laughs> oh, my God. No wonder I'm not getting any action. <laughs> okay, so the S&P 500 was up, had a good week last week, up 2.1%. So this is the top 500 companies in the US. Hey, don't talk to people like this, silly. Sorry. No, I th- thought you were going to say it with me and we were oh. going to say it in unison, oh, but okay. you didn't pick up on Sorry. that so um and the nasdaq actually had a really fantastic week it's up six and a half percent for one week which is quite amazing um six and a half percent yes it's good yes. yay someone's listening yeah. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, the asx was down two percent and good old new zealand was flat pretty that's boring. all right that's yeah. fine yeah. we're fine yeah we're not dipping that's the main thing we're not going up we're not going down we're just Flatlining. But the big news this week and kind of the end of last week as well was all around banks. Yay! <laughs> it's like, you got this one, so you got this one. Yeah, it's all about banks. So we had SVB, um, which is Silicon Valley Bank, which we spoke about last week on the podcast. Mm-hmm. And that collapse of that bank, just small regional US bank. Then the bigger news that's come out this week is Credit Suisse, which is 
massive. It's three times the size of SVB. Um, it's a Swiss bank. It's got about $800 billion of assets. So it's like huge. And it's been in trouble for a while. It's had a lot of scandals. It's had a lot of issues, um, fraud. Like it's kind of, it's yeah, it's been in the toilet for a while. The share price has not done very well. But last week it came into kind of more serious issues and its share price fell 24%. Ooh. Mm. So last week it was down 18%. In one week. This is quite major. And I think the, the issue with this is it's a big global bank. Whereas SVB was pretty... Isolated. Yeah, it was the US, which still affects a whole lot of businesses and reverberates around mm. around the world. But Credit Suisse, it's been around forever. It's a 160-year-old company. So it's been around forever. Anyway, it got into troubles and it got announced um, just recently, actually, that UBS which is another global investment bank in Switzerland. God, I hate all the stupid fucking ABCs, ESB, MAJs. It's just like, God. Yeah, there's a lot of acronyms. I don't know that one. Um, So they're another Swiss bank. They're the biggest Swiss bank. Um, It's kind of Credit Suisse and UBS are like the two. Um, And they've announced that they're going to buy out Credit Suisse. Is that a good thing? For $3 billion. Whoa. But its share price – sorry, it's the market cap of the company, so the size of the company – $7 $7 billion. So investors are getting, oh. like they're getting a really, really shit deal. But it's kind of like when it's a company's not- on its knees, it's like, well, you know, what what, what alternative do you have? Um, and the Swiss bank's also helping UBS by kind of funding it as well and giving it um, liquidity and helping out with the transactions. So this is another example, though, of, um, you know, a business that's taken a lot of risk and then it just gets bailed out by the government. And it's like... But we don't love it. Do no, we? but the government's got to balance, okay, do we let this bank fail? And the, you know, flow and effects that's gonna have, or do we save it and save, you know, the time the entire financial ecosystem. So but yeah, I think this will be a really big wake up call. Credit Suisse and SVB all around, you know, regulation in the industry and more regulation and yeah, which is good for investors and good for just confidence and stability. And because if you're banking with a bank, if you're a company, if you're an individual, if you're, you know, anything, you want to have confidence that you're investing in a not risky place. You know, you're investing in a safe place and you can get your money out. So, I mean, yeah. there were some messages we got, like people joking, being like, oh, I'm going to put all my money under the mattress. Oh, yeah. <laughs> but actually, but, I yeah. get why people would be freaked out because yeah. there are so many companies, um, companies, there are so many countries around the world where you they don't trust their banking no, system. No, exactly. Imagine that. And that's why Bitcoin's become so popular in kind of developing countries because they don't trust the banking system they put the money in the bank and it's got a really unstable economic environment as well in their countries which then lends itself to super high inflation all that you know like it's just so your money just gets whittled away now i know we're all sick of hearing about this it's the i word isn't it it's the i word No, you know what? Not I'm, the F word, but God, the F word could fit in there as well. Yeah, I reckon the F and inflation. F and inflation. Uh, yes, we've had some more inflation data come out last week. It's not good news. Okay. Sorry. Grab it's your right. tissues. No, I'm not going to cry over it, but I'd like to understand why. Yes. Well, have I got news for you? No. So we had European data, inflation data. Mm-hmm. It was nearly 9%. So it's 
pretty, pretty stubborn over there. And in the US, it's at 6%. So it's not as bad. Shit, but so European is the worst. Yep. Why on earth would we go over to London, babe? I know. So can I even think of doing a stint over there in win- like winter New Zealand? But shit. I know. Does that mean life's going to be like outrageously expensive for us? It's going to be 8% more expensive than <gasps> last year. So when you were there last year. Oh, it's I'm going to have to do a serious budget because I was just Well, we've got by. one of those. <laughs> Shit, that's yes. actually quite scary to yeah. think about though. And because the optimal inflation range is 2 to 3%. So that's kind of the sign of a healthy economy. It's growing, but not too fast. Whereas 8%, 8, 9%. Because yeah. I remember reading in the Curve Weekly, the email that you send out every Friday. If you're not getting it, do because it's so good. But you said basically the way to think about inflation is – Whatever it is, so say, for example, it's 8% now in the UK, it means that this time last year, everything is 8% more expensive now yep. than it was a year ago. Mm. So if you've got money sitting wild. in the bank earning nothing, then you can now afford 8% less because your money is not growing, but the price of everything you're buying is. So if a healthy inflation rate is 2 to 3%, mm-hmm. does that mean that everything is going to continue to grow in terms of it's going to be more expensive every year, but just by smaller increments? And yes. that's that just the way that the economy works. It's not going to stay the same in terms of what money is worth now. It won't be the, worth the same in 10 years. And because of that 2 to 3%, that helps people spend, but not too much. You know, you're like, oh, well, it's everything's kind of increasing at inflation. So, you know, my salary is increasing, therefore I can afford more things. Whereas if, say, inflation was going backwards, then people would be like, well, why would I buy it today? Because it's going to be cheaper in oh, next month or next year. So, so therefore nobody spends anything, nobody consumes anything, businesses don't grow, businesses aren't selling anything. So 2 to 3% is that kind of natural, you know, let's move forward, but let's not sprint, you Got know, it. let's keep chugging along. But let's not get out of control. Yeah, that makes sense. So it's kind of like if you haven't had a pay rise this year, then you've effectively kind of had, if you're in Europe, an 8% pay cut. So should you you be basically asking, should you be going to your boss every year and saying, hey, inflation's at this, so I want to keep, I want my salary to increase to this just so that it can stay in line with inflation, but then I also want a five grand pay rise because I'm a legend. (laughs) (laughs) Because I've done this, this, this. You should be asking for a pay rise or at least a pay review. Um, you know, some people might be really shit at their jobs. Um, others might be really good. Um, but you should be <laughs> having a pay review. What? I'm just laughing at you saying people might be really shit at their jobs. Oh, well, you know, someone's Do you like, think someone oh, knows if they're shit at their job? Well, surely probably. not. Or do you think I so? I But that's why it's good to have these yearly reviews or a pay discussion at least so that your boss can be like, well, you're not doing this, this, this. So go away and do that and then come back to me and we'll have a talk about it. Whereas if you go in and you're like, look, I've done this, this, this and inflation is up 8%. Can I get a 10% pay rise, please? You know, it's a much easier conversation than just going in there, being a shit employee and saying, but my life's got way more expensive, so pay me more. (laughs) The other thing with inflation is it's really important to realize, and I don't think many people know this, is what makes up inflation. So it is the increasing in price of goods, but goods is everything from products and services. So what we're seeing and why inflation isn't coming down Um, because the way that you reduce inflation is by increasing interest rates. But the reason it's not coming back down to that 2 to 3% is the services part of inflation. 
So it's basically what you're saying that inflation isn't just a whole number. It's not just inflation's at 10% and that's the money, the value of a dollar. It's actually, if you look at that inflation number, it's made up of many different aspects of the economy. Of of the products, sorry, of, of goods and services. Oh, okay. So whatever you spend your money on, food, fuel, right, uh, you so know, it, all that kind of stuff. Anything that people spend money on, anything. whether it be insurance, books, yep. shoes, yep. food, candles, yep. houses, etc. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so all, all of, of that, that yeah. is what makes up the in, so it's the demand and the well, I can't remember but what do you I, what, why is it getting why is all of those things what makes up inflation because oh sorry because there's uh there's more people purchasing those goods therefore the price increases but the supply is still the same and so you're so, saying that some of the things that people are buying are in more demand. So some parts of what people are spending money on are being more stubborn when it comes to the inflation number. Yes. And that's why the services group is, which makes up, you know, which is made up of travel, um, entertainment, um, hospitality, all that kind of stuff is driving. Is that, that's the main driver of why inflation is staying at these higher levels because we've all been locked up for three years mm. we all are demanding you know activities or we want to go traveling dinners or, or yeah anything basically we want to spend our money on fun stuff yes and there's still the same amount of fun stuff but there's not lots more people wanting to do it all of a sudden and so that's what is being that's what's keeping inflation at high levels so can we do anything as consumers to bring it down stay home really it's <laughs> going to a self-imposed lockdown yeah yeah which is probably going to be good for I your did that wallet over the as well. Yeah. So it's yeah, it's just a case of that kind of stuff will eventually come down. You know, travel for example, if more planes come online, more pilots get hired, people you know got the travel bug out of their system and might delay that holiday till next year rather than this year. But don't- then that will ease that p- portion of the services portion of the overall inflation. So you just want all things to come down a little bit in that services category. And then that will have a positive impact on the overall So does that mean, so stop eating out everybody, Mm. stop buying things you like, sit home, sit on your FPOS card. And have a really boring life. Yes. (laughs) Just talk to your cat. Yes. Watch TV. Be Taylor Swift with her cats. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It would probably be what it's like to be famous, you know, because you Mm. probably couldn't leave your house and go to a restaurant without being attacked. Imagine the palaver. Of going to... I think it's palaver. If anyone knows it's palaver or palaver. You know, when you say a word too many times, it just sounds really weird yeah, now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry, we'll stop. Um, <laughs> so it's basically not been a particularly positive week. No, it hasn't. I mean, the market is up, but overall news, it's been, you know, pretty choppy out there, pretty volatile. So if we were a sailboat, we may be sinking. We would be, and you know, have forces. waves crashing over... Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. I was in a boat in the weekend, and yes, there was lots of waves crashing over. Was it choppy? Very drenched. Yeah, it was Actually, very windy. Yeah, very windy. Okay, so yes. it's windy as hell and it's quite a little bit wet. Yeah, but the calm waters are on the horizon. Do we need to just all put some rain jackets on? Yes, and brave the elements, and no, know that the storm will pass. Yes. Gosh, we're great. That was a, such a good analogy. Oh, and on that note, we're gonna wrap it up. Vic's going to have a sleep, recover from her three-day bender. (laughs) I did not have a three-day bender. 
We're really excited to have partnered with Audi to bring you The Curve Weekly, a podcast that encourages women to work towards driving a more progressive future. And if you haven't already, check out our savings calculator at thecurve.co.nz to help you reach your savings goals.